Hello everyone and welcome back to the Fearless Faith Podcast, part of the First Century Network of Entertainment. My name is Maddie Waller. I'm the creator of this podcast and tonight I have Miss Maddie Rucker here with me again. Um, she's been helping me out. If you've listened to the past couple episodes and you've heard her, um, and tonight she's wrapping up her three part series. I say tonight, but I'm posting this in the morning. So, um, yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean? It's cool. I get weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, she's going to be completing her three-part series. Um, She's been talking about love. And I didn't even let you introduce yourself, Maddie, but it's it's fine. It's okay. Hopefully, by this point, they all know who I am. I hope so, because they probably know you about the same that they know me. Yeah. Because I think you've done just as many episodes <laughs> as I have. <laughs> probably. Hi, guys. I'm Maddie Rucker. Um, Hopefully, by now, you know who I am. If not... I'm Maddie Waller's friend. We met at Save-A-Lot. The good old days. The good old days. Um, This is the third part into my love series. And if this is your first episode listening, you might want to go back and listen to the first two. Actually, go back and listen to all of Maddie Waller's podcasts because they're really good. Mine is just here. (laughs) But Where's Sammy at when you need the hanky? I'm not there for that inside joke. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. Because somebody didn't go to ladies' retreat. I was poor. I'm so sorry. Well, I offered to pay for you to go, but you decided not to because you had homework. Anyway, thank you all for listening. So let's just get into it, shall it's we? It's been really good so far, though. Um, What were the different topics you did? I did just love in general and what the Bible said about it. And <laughs> I see what you're about to do. I don't even want to say it. And then the second episode, we talked about God's love. One, two, three. God's love. God's love. God's love. God's love. It's a good song. Tell me you're in kids ministry without telling me you're in kids ministry. Anyway. It's fine. They probably only... My oven is still on. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) That's been on for a hot minute, too. I'm going to burn my house down. A hot minute. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) I'm going to burn my whole house down. It's fine. Anyway, if you didn't catch that, the second episode was about God's love. And no, (laughs) don't you dare. And how he loves us because he's created us and because he's just cool like that (laughs) because he's cool could you imagine if that was the whole summary if i just got on here and was like yo god loves us because he created us and he's just cool because he's just so cool like that you know jesus is cool so this week we're going to talk about godly self-love so the dictionary definition of self-love is an appreciation of one's own worth or virtue i feel like in our society Self-love has a negative connotation. There's like two spectrums of it. It's either it's about being super selfish and, oh, it's all about me, me, me. And then there's the side of it that's like, don't have any self-love. you got to love other people first. And Yeah, like the point where you let people walk all right. over you to the point where it's like, oh, 
Yeah, people need to come, which, you know, sometimes it's good to be selfless. And So, as a Christian, we are to be selfless and help others and put others before ourselves, but there's a point to it that people think because we're Christian that they can walk all over us sometimes and... They think that we're not going to say anything. But if we have godly self-love, we will know we deserve better than that. And we will put those healthy boundaries. Listen, y'all, I'm a social work major. I have to tell clients all the time, hey, you need some self-love. She has to tell Maddie all the time. Right. I have to tell Maddie Waller all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But self-love, again, there's positive and negative sides of the spectrum. But true self-love is just recognizing your worth. You thought I was worth saving. Bless her, Lord. So, true godly self-love is knowing I'm a child of God. He created me in his image. I am worthy and I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a child of God. You just want to get copyright stricken, don't you? singing the whole song <laughs> you've done like four songs in this episode <laughs> we're like three minutes in okay so there's a psychological trait that all humans have and it's called meta perception this refers to how big word. we view other people's perception of us so more often than not these perceptions are not true me and you both know this, Maddie. Yeah, we know this real well. They're based on our own individual concepts of ourself and our personal biases. So this professor guy, don't remember his name. I got this on it from an article. Copyright. I'm giving them... Plagiarism. <laughs> giving them a She's shout giving out. the I just unknown didn't... person credit. Yeah, I got the university. He's from Wake Forest University. In North Carolina. Didn't get his name though. So he said. Your ideas about what others think of you. Hinge on your self concept. Your own beliefs about who you are. You filter the cues that you get from others. Through your self concept. So say. I was like man. I feel like I'm a terrible person today. And then. Maddie Waller is having a bad day. So I walk up to her. I'm like hey how are you? She's just like I'm good. I'm immediately going to think, I've done something to upset her. This is my fault. Whether that she's mad at me or not. We've, I'm saying this because this is a <laughs> This instance. happens on a daily basis. <laughs> Every single time we're together, I'm like, are you mad at me? Yeah. So, another example is, in my brain, I'm super annoying. Me too. Babe. And it doesn't matter how much anybody tells me, you're literally not. In my brain, I'm the most annoying person that's walked the earth. I literally had a freak out moment the other night because I was like, I'm so annoying. People probably just hate me right. don't want to be around me. And then they just are only nice to me because. Right. Yeah. And nobody has ever once told me, Maddie, you were annoying. And they've, I mean, besides like my siblings, but like that doesn't count. Yeah. But like nobody has once said, Maddie, shut up. You're annoying. Sit down. The only time I'm called annoying is when Drew gets annoyed with me for asking if I'm being annoying. <laughs> so it's like you weren't, but you are now. Right. In my brain, the way I see other people acting towards me makes me think I am, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm preaching to myself. 
to listen to this when I'm feeling anxious about this. You're preaching to me too, buddy. Well, that's like, this podcast, it ain't just for people. It's for me right. too. So, in the book of Numbers, the children of Israel had made it to the outskirts of the land of Canaan, the promised land. And Moses was like, yo, I need 12 people. This is Maddie's, Maddie Rucker's version. Moses was like, yo, <laughs> I need 12 people to go into the city and check it out. See what's going on. See who all is there, all the food we need, whatever, whatever. So, in Numbers 13, 30 through 33, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let's go up at once and possess it for we are well with able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people. for They are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that is eateth up with the inhabitants thereof. And all of the people that we saw in it are of great men of stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come from the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Now, these people, they did not go in the city. They just peeked over the wall and saw it. So how did they know that the giants saw them as grasshoppers? Maybe the giants were nice. They, I don't think they were, from my remembrance of the story. But what if they were? What if they just walked up to him and said, hey, bro, they could have been nice. They didn't know if the giants perceived them as grasshoppers. That's me in the grocery store. I'll peek around the aisle, and if there's somebody standing in the aisle, I just kind of walk away until I see nobody in that aisle so I don't have to face people because I'm like what if they're mean but what if they were the nicest person ever and I made a new best friend in that grocery store aisle Ralph's is a scary place Ralph's is scary I'm terrified of it so the spies that started talking negatively about themselves saying that they were insignificant or small in their own sight but they never like I said interacted with the giants so this is a good example of metaperception the problem wasn't how the giants viewed them. It was how they viewed themselves. So all of the spies who had the unhealthy perception of themselves were never, they never made it into the promised land for one reason or another. But the two who gave a positive report, Caleb and Joshua, they believed that God was with them and that it would all work out. They had a really healthy relationship with God and a healthy perception of their relationship with God and knew that it wasn't about their abilities and how small they were. It was about God's abilities and how their self-worth would help them. I know where this is going now. To okay. be where God wants them to be. So this is just a, sto- a story to show that we are human and we are more often than not our own worst critics. And we view ourselves with more judgment than other people would. Most we people. do. <laughs> we really do, though. It's like, man, I'm afraid if I go talk to them, they're going to be like, oh, who's that weird girl talking to right. me right now? And then when in reality, they're probably like, oh, I wish she'd come over and talk right. to me. Because we overthink stuff. <clears throat> Us. Um, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we just overthink stuff so much. And it's just like, oh, man. And then you rob yourself of that opportunity. You rob the other person of that same opportunity. Maybe you could become besties. Exactly. Like me and this dude one time, he was just this little old guy that needed help getting something. We're going back to Ralph's here. But 
<laughs> he was this little old guy that needed help getting something. And so I just kind of grabbed it off the top shelf for him because he was in one of those electric wheelchairs. And uh, then we just stood there forever and talked because he was like telling me that he had cancer and it was all sad and I started crying. But it doesn't take a lot to make me cry. So <laughs> I don't know how the that has that anything you, to do. You go with some of the craziest tangents when I'm here with you. In your normal podcast, you do great. <laughs> when yeah, I'm here, you just go off. That's because these are our conversations. <laughs> they like, really are. In my podcast, it's just me talking to myself. <laughs> but right now, it's like, this is how we always talk. So it's hard to... Yeah. I don't know how that had anything to do with relating. I don't either. Do you want me to oh, keep that Oh, but that's in how it... Okay, yeah, you, you can leave this in. Okay. But that's how it um, related. Because if I wouldn't have offered to help him and started talking to him, then I could have missed that whole opportunity to make a new bestie. Right. Even though I don't know his name, he don't know my name. Right. But Jesus knows our names. <laughs> You're so right. I'm so and tired, see, If you dude. were too judgmental on yourself, thinking, oh, no, that old man would probably think that I was being weird and be like, oh, you're old. You can't do it yourself. Then he, you would have missed out on the opportunity to talk to him. Exactly. And you showed your lot to him that day. Um, I let that little plot of mine shine. There you go. I didn't hide it under no bushel. No, I just let it shine. I think that's the fifth song in the 15 minutes we've been here. <laughs> so, we've not even been here 15. Oh, we've been here 16. Never mind. It is important that we don't judge. Well, we need to judge ourselves a little bit. To a little know bit. When we need to work on ourselves. Sometimes but we can be our best and our worst judge. Very, yeah. So we don't need to judge ourselves too hard in the way that it's harmful for ourselves. We need to understand our worth. But we don't have to view ourselves as meaningless and insignificant because of the mistakes we've made or because we get in our heads. Dude! We are children of God and he goes before us in every situation. Before me, behind me. This is, you should just title this like Songs with Maddie this episode. We should. I mean, well, that's just where my brain goes is anytime I hear something that relates to a song, I, this is the inside of my brain right now. I'm tired, like overly exhausted and slap happy. So that's just what's happening right now. So when considering our personal worth and virtue, we must recognize that our worth is tied to God who gave us our life and he created us in his, in his image. So in Genesis 1, 26, then God said, let us make mankind in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds of the sky, over the livestock and all of the wild animals, and over the creatures that move along the ground. So everything that makes us who we are, our personality, our skills, our talent, our knowledge, how we look, comes from God because we were made in his image. That's true. And without that, we can't do anything. Because in John 15 and 5, I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. So we can't do nothing without God. He created us and the fruits that we bear are only because we are the branches off of his tree. Another um, another shout out, Brother Hawkins Smith 
how on Sunday he was t- talking about nothingness. He can create something out of nothing. But we cannot. But we cannot. We don't have that much power. We're not as cool as Jesus. First John 4.16 And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. So, if we are made in God's image. One, two, three. God's love. God's love. God's love. I'm literally going to kill you. <laughs> you remember you said that whenever I posted something for your birthday yeah, and, and you got, got in Facebook, Facebook jail? jail. <laughs> Stupid Facebook. I don't want to go to Facebook jail for posting this. Honey, nobody's... No, Mark Zuckerberg is not listening to this podcast. Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> is that what I said? I don't know, but that's um, what I heard. If we're made in God's image and his love is within us, that shows us our value. Like I said before in the last couple episodes, God loves us because he created us and he wants to love us. So because we're made in his image and his love is in us, we should love ourselves. You know... We talk about how beautiful the earth is and like when we see a pretty rainbow or when we're just outside. Like I got a little sad the other night. So I bought a bag of donuts and I went and sat at the lake and I was just in awe. I was like, oh, this is so I didn't even mean to do that, but that was cool. Um, This is so beautiful. Like Jesus really created all of this. And, you know. It's hard to think sometimes, like, that's what he thought of whenever, like, if he created that, then that's what he sees when When he looks at us, us, because he created us, and I feel like us being so hard and detrimental, is that the word I'm, I'm not good with big words, um, so hard and detrimental on ourselves, then he's like, but I created you, you know, I wonder if it makes him sad. I'm sure it does. I wonder if we ever make him cry when we're so hard on ourselves and like, ugh, I'm ugly. Ugh, I'm, I'm sure it does. Not skinny enough. Cause it's like, I mean, like I said in the last couple episodes, he's our father, and I know when I talk in front of my mom saying I'm ugly or I'm fat, she gets upset because a I look just like her, and b I'm her. She made me. Yeah. And in her eyes, I could be looking like a troll, but either way, to her, I'm beautiful. Yeah. Because the mother love. And God is the same way. He has that fatherly love. And that's why we need to be good to ourselves. We need to have self-love enough that we set healthy boundaries, that we know when to say no. We know when to say yes. We know to take care of our bodies, to bath and feed ourselves and do hygiene to keep our bodies alive (laughs) (laughs) and healthy is what I meant to say like live a long healthy life yeah and another thing like regarding the image standpoint is like when you think of your self-image something that somebody told me to do is put post-it notes with different scriptures like um I'm beautiful, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, like, and just stick them everywhere, and even for, like, just uplifting yourself, too, sometimes, like, I'm chosen, just those kind of scriptures, just put them all over the house. So, like I said, God loves us because he wants us, he created us, and he wants us to remember that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So, we are to own up to our sins and mistakes, 
we are to judge ourselves in that aspect. But it's not God's will that we bog ourselves down because of those sins and mistakes. Once we lay them down at the altar, we're to get up empty-handed, not carrying guilt and shame off the altar. That was good, wasn't that it? Was that good. was so good. So this is just a little shorty, but just remember who created you. Remember you are worthy. He created the whole earth and everything in it, and he also created you. So That was good. That was really short. Felt like it was kind of all over the place. Well, that's probably but my fault. This is the last time you'll be hearing from Maddie Rucker for a while. Maddie Waller is back in full swing next episode. Yeah. But I am now her editor, so you might hear me jump in from time to time. Honestly, because I never re-listened to them half the time. Like, after you edited that other one, I didn't go back and listen to it. <laughs> and so it's hard to tell if I'll even notice if you jump in. Because, yeah. okay, don't know why I thought it was a good idea to do a podcast, because I don't like hearing myself talk. <laughs> So it's like I would go back and edit, and I would just cringe. I'd be like, I don't like hearing my own voice. Yeah. But sometimes I do go back and listen to make sure I didn't, like, mess anything up. When I don't got to worry about it. Now I ain't got to worry about it. Well, Maddie, do you have any announcements? Um, I don't think I do. But thank you all for listening and for your support for this. Um, I feel like... This poor podcast has been all over the place, like, since it started. Um, but it's, we're working on it. We're coming You're new back. to this. I'm new to this. I'm still learning. But um, thank you all for listening, and I hope to see you next time. Have a great week. Love y'all.